Hi there! Welcome back to another episode of Life Against the Current, a show designed by people's stories and truths that go against traditions, societal norms, opinions of family and friends, or even a boss's suggestion. Basically, anything against the grain. I'm Elaine Vargas, founder and creator of Life Against the Current. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Social media is a powerful marketing medium. Now, if you're someone who doesn't do some form of digital marketing, you might disagree and even say social media is harmful. While that statement has some truth behind it, it's important to know your intentions behind your social media usage and intent. This brings me to today's guest speaker. We connected through a comment I did on a post of an account we both follow, where we ended up having a conversation. That was a mouthful and I'm pretty sure it's a run-on sentence, but that's okay. (laughs) Marcy Chavez went to business school where she built her connections and met her current mentor in sophomore year. Now they're headed to build their first six-figure asset passive income. Marcy, thank you so much for accepting my bold proposition to be on the show. From what I know, I'm excited for you to share your life against the current story. Yay! Excited! (laughs) Awesome. So share with us. I'm pretty sure there's way more to this story. What is your life against the current story? Yeah, I think it it can go all the way back to... Um, I always, I always love to go back to where I come from because it means a lot. I'm sure you heard a lot of the times people say, never forget where you come from. And I'm always going back to that route because it's easy. It's extremely easy to kind of just go every day, live your life and forget where you come from. Um, especially when you're headed towards, um, a good how do I put this into a sentence? Especially when you when you live in an in the American in the American world, just period. Yeah. Um, because we have people. I'm from Peru originally, um, uh-huh. and I know. Yeah, I was born and raised in Peru. I came here when I was 15 years old, and it's easy to kind of live this comfortable lifestyle here yep. because you have access to everything. Um, you know, so I'm always going back to that, and. Um, so I'm from Peru. Uh, I was born and raised there. And then I came here when I was 15. I kind of, I was following the the route that everyone follows. Go to school, you know, get an education so you can get a good job and be successful. Yep. And yeah, but um, when I was little, I always wanted to, my focus has always been to just make money so I can always, so I can give back to my community or I just came, I just, um, so I'm able to give back in any sort yeah. of way. Um, I remember so vividly going to church and, um, you know, when you're, when you're doing, when you're doing your offerings, I always felt like I just wanted to give more. Yeah. And, and I think like something like that really stuck with me. So I always felt like I wanted to make money. I didn't really know what I was going to be doing, but I just wanted to make money so I can give back and I can do things freely. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so definitely we um I have a lot of goals to give back like scholarships um and a lot of things really, right? But you can give back if you don't have a lot of money. So growing up I always I I always thought, well, I, I want to make money, but I don't know, you know, maybe I'll become a doctor cuz and 
um, quotation marks, doctors make a lot of money mm-hmm. um, or maybe an engineer. I don't know. And I remember having a conversation with my dad before I actually made the decision to go in, into college. And he was like, why don't you just go to school for business? They'll teach you how to build your own business. And then eventually you can branch out in whatever industry you want to be in. Right. Um, so I always looked after my dad so much. Um, I took his advice. So I went to college for a business. Um, my background is also in dance. That's my passion. So I wound up going to school for business and dance. Originally, I did a double major. Um, and then I kind of realized that that was very, very hard to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very hard. And, you know, it always comes down to your, your priorities. Like, how do you, how do you want to live? And I'm so thankful that my parents raised me that way. Um, to always think about how you see yourself in the next five years, how you see yourself in the next 10 years. Right. And, always thinking ahead. Yeah. Always thinking ahead. And um, dance didn't really fit into how I saw myself in 10 years. Um, even though it's my passion, I do see myself giving back to the dance community, but not in the form of me becoming a professional dancer if that makes sense. So me pursuing that major didn't make sense. So I kind of, I wound up not doing a major, but just taking dance classes and then really focusing on on my business major. Um, And kind of how I met my my current mentor right now is through a connection through one of my best friends from high school. And um, she introduced me to, to this guy and really this family who right now are coaching me and mentoring me. But long story short, I think it came down to me realizing that business school was not teaching me the right, I don't want to say the right things because they were teaching me great, great things. Mm -hmm. But I want to say they, I always felt like you have to follow somebody who has the right values in life. When I met my, my current mentor, he had the lifestyle that I wanted when it came down to values and when it came down to finances. Um, So I think that's why I decided to pursue this family and, and really, yeah, really pursue them. Mm -hmm. Um, because I wanted, I always wanted everything in all areas of my life. I want to be wealthy in all areas of my life, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That doesn't only mean money. Wealthy wealthy means you're wealthy with your health. You're wealthy with love. You're healthy with blessings. Yep. A hundred percent. So you know, that's really why I pursue them. And now after working together for so many years, we're really headed to our towards building our six figure income asset, um, you know, through passive income. And I'm so excited for that. Um, I want to realize that why I was putting myself into so many, so much debt, really, um, in student loans and everything for a degree that I was not gonna wind up pursuing. Right. Right. Um, and for me, that was very important because it didn't, how I saw myself in 10 years didn't align with me getting that degree. If how you see your, I feel like if how you see yourself in 10 years aligns with your, what you're going to school for, then it makes sense for you to go to school for, you know? Absolutely. I hope that makes sense a little bit. (laughs) No, it it makes total sense. It's like you go to school to pursue what you're going to be doing in the next five, 10, 15 years, like your whole lifetime. And Mm -hmm. something that I've learned is that sometimes people go to school with a goal in mind, what they want to do in the next five, 10, 15 years. But at the same time, they realize that that's not really what they want to do and they pursue something else. But then 
us, yeah. you know, college really isn't for everyone. So I 100% mm-hmm. agree with you. I didn't see myself in college for the next three years. I couldn't. So that's why I ended yeah. it. Yeah, I agree with you. Right. Right. No, I hundred percent. If it's for you, it's for you. You got to go all in, but if it's not for you, then sometimes you got to rethink, um, who you are and where you want to be. So then you can back it up with, if school makes sense, go do that. If it doesn't make sense, then maybe go find somebody in the industry that you want to be successful at and follow somebody who has the lifestyle and and the work that you want to be doing. Yes. Um, You know? Yes, 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 yes. I also have a mentorship myself and I met him through uh, my two previous, two jobs ago. And same thing, you know, at first it was so difficult to kind of find that person that can guide you in your career. You know, I have like my mom, my dad, again, we Hispanic, we really value the, the mentorship that our parents provide, but right. it's really valuable also to have mentorship from your, some, from, from someone in your career. So for me, finding someone like him was very valuable. And till this day, I literally called him like last week. So this is and he's more of a friend now. It's, it's not just career. It's like a friend. Yeah, no, same, same with me. It's, um, this family, I literally can call mom and dad and just kind of, you know, chill or their son and just, you know, go hang out, you know, like they're, they are my friends. They're family Mm -hmm. friends now. Um, which is amazing because sometimes you don't, you don't realize if I never met them, I would have never met anybody in my association that was a multimillionaire. Right. And I think that's very important for what I want to do. You know, like I'm not putting down anybody or putting down any other careers. That's for my goal, where I want to be. Um, so it fulfills me, you know, like if you want to become a doctor and you know, a very successful doctor, then go become friends with that person. They're going to teach you the ways, you know, they might tell you, well, take this course or take this class or whatever it is, you know, um, whether it's doctor, whether it's, I don't know, if you want to be in the fashion industry, you know, somebody who has, you know, who you look up to go grab them a cup of coffee and sit down with them, gauge their mindset. Exactly. And sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone to mm-hmm. be able to reach out, whether it's an email, whether it's a phone call, whether it's reaching out yeah. on LinkedIn, do it. The worst yeah. that can happen is they say, no, I'm too busy. Sorry, I can't. But at exactly. least you tried. And keep on knocking on doors because, and like, I'm, like we're talking right now, mentorship is so important, not just personally, but professionally too. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I agree. That's, and that's how we met. <laughs> you that's know? exactly because, how we met. Yeah. yeah. Because we were talking, we were exchanging ideas and we were not afraid to talk to each other. I think nowadays um, you have, you know, social media and social media can go, go really, really bad or it can go very well and, and open doors for you. Um, a lot of times I feel like if you don't build your, your confidence enough, you wind up going into social media or Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is to compare your lifestyle to somebody else's, to compare how you're not getting there while your friends are. And that's not the purpose of that. It's, we live in a world where everything's going on the internet now mm-hmm. and you need to use that wisely. You know, to a lot advantage. of advantage. 
exactly to your advantage that's the reason i believe 100 percent. that's the reason too why a lot of companies are closing down because everything now it's online people shop online people do everything online um years ago we would have never been able to have this meeting yep you know you're on the other side of the country yeah and over in new york yeah. oh my god <laughs> literally across the country <laughs> Yep, literally across the country. And 10 years ago, something like that was hard to do. You couldn't do that. So now you have, it's just amazing where technology is going. And it amazes me all the time. And I think that's why, you know, sometimes the the, the route of going, going to school, getting a good job and, and quote unquote being successful, it does not work for everyone because we are shifting into a different era. You know, before yes. 20 yes, years ago, it. 30 years ago, we were, what, what was, you know, it was, you went to school, you got a degree, whatever, to work in a factory. Now, we don't, we don't have that anymore. That's, yes, that's how America was built, but not anymore. We're shifting into totally a different era. Now, teenagers have phones. I didn't have a phone when I was a teenager. Same. I got my first phone when I was like 14 or 15. Well, yeah, that's teenage years, but I'm saying 12-year-olds or 11-year-olds, now they're in their iPads playing. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with them. I think if you encourage them to use it for their benefit wisely mm -hmm. so they can learn, hey, you know, go do it. You know, there are people that play video games, so they're multimillionaires for just playing games you know, and that fulfills them, They're, that fulfills their life, that fulfills who they are. And if that's what they're being called to do, they might lead to other people who may want to do that, you know, versus putting them down and making them feel like, oh, you're playing video games, whatever. Absolutely. You know? And you know what it is too, back 15, 20, 25, 30 years back, there was no other option. It was you yeah. finish high school, you go to college, and that's it. But nowadays, I think the internet and technology has created infinite amount of opportunities to be able to teach yourself something, to get online certificates, to go to a full-time online school. Like, yes. it is incredible. I myself actually uh, stopped going to school physically and enrolled in FIU online for the last year I did it just because mm -hmm. my time didn't allow me to go to school. Right. Um, but even then, you know, it's like you try different things and you maybe even try a different career path and you realize that this institution isn't for you. It doesn't mean that the career you chose is not the right one. It's just that you didn't, you're not on the right path for it and it's okay to switch over. And that's the whole reason. And I'm sure you can also agree, Marcy, that the whole mm -hmm. point of this show is to showcase that and to encourage that it's okay to choose different routes to do something different yeah absolutely there's so much out there and like you said before you have to be willing to open doors you have to be willing to figure it out a way that if you're not going to school and people are making you feel bad for it like you shouldn't you know because there's there's so many other ways out there's you have cryptocurrency you have I don't even know. I'm like running out of names, but there's so <laughs> much out there in the internet that you can just create money, which essentially, you know, you, you want to make money so you can live a nice lifestyle, right? You know, or whatever fulfills you. If money doesn't fulfill you, which, which is totally fine. Um, you know, and if that's not the goal, that's okay. 
but if you know there's so many ways out there to just create and and impact lives or an impact in who you are feel good with yourself that don't necessarily involve go to school get a get a degree and go to work till you're 65 you know so take me back a little bit how did yeah. your parents take your decision of not going to school anymore um they sound parents, very traditional that's why i ask <laughs> uh, who my parents my yes my, oh, my parents um yeah i think i think my 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 dad was really um and he still can't understand why i'm doing what i'm doing and i think the reason why it's because parents parents really want to see you be um successful in their own eyes you know and for him i guess for my dad to see me be successful is because he he didn't finish um you know college he never went to university so i feel like he wanted me to do that um we actually haven't had that conversation and i feel like we're not ready to have the conversation yet really yeah um not in a bad way i think in a good way we've gone through a lot of things um in our family mm-hmm. and he actually just just moved back from peru he was in peru for four years oh wow um, so um we're you know we're still building that father daughter relationship and i feel like it's not the right time yet to have that conversation with him mm-hmm. about hey dad how do you see myself you know or, or what, what do you I, and i don't even know what question i would ask at this point but we're definitely working on our relationship um as father and daughter but mm-hmm. i feel like he's this is how i feel i could be 100% wrong but this is what i'm getting for the comments that he makes or for the small conversations that we have is that he doesn't want to see me um not live a good lifestyle and because right now to be honest i'm not living to my standard i'm living below i'm living be- below my means not because i want to but because i think delay gratification is so important and i can't just go out there you know spending money like crazy on the weekends and not delay gratifying for what's going to come in 5 10 years from today and at my dad seeing that for for his eyes i'm not quote unquote successful and i'm not quote unquote where he wants me to be um because for him it's go to school get a job and work at a big company like microsoft or whatever and you know kind of take it from there that's i think that's what he would like me to do um you know but he he encouraged me he's a, he's a nice human being so it's my mom my mom it's super um she encouraged me in everything that i do um and they they know that i'm I'm not on drugs, you know. Like I'm not Yeah, you're um, not a bad kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a bad kid. So they know that for sure. Um so I, I you know, but it's not it's not a conversation that we've that we've had. Um because you know, like I said before there's so many things going on in our family right now that I just don't feel like it's right timing right. to touch that conversation yet. Um it will one day, but that's how I feel, you know, sometimes parents just want you to have the nice things for you and and actually see it versus not seeing it like for them to see it is like okay she's doing that you know but if they don't see it they don't understand right it's that thing of perception becomes reality you know what they exactly. see what you think what they think it's real 
but there's way more underneath the layer, which is from what I'm getting from this. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, like for example, right now, I could afford drive a nicer car than I do, but I don't because my savings are going, are going towards either investing or either saving for a house, you know? So there's a purpose behind why I live below my means. And sometimes people from the outside don't see that. They see, well, maybe she's not making money. Look what she's driving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's go off-roading a little bit. I want to go off-roading with this conversation we're having. How yeah, do course. you budget yourself? If, you're ma- if you know that you're making this amount of money and you can be living and having these things, how do you budget yourself? It was hard. It took me really a year and change. Yeah, a year and like maybe three months or four months to stick to my budget. Um, I always have my budget and I always you know, at the end I get paid. Um, and it depends also how you get paid. I get paid weekly. So, Mm -hmm. um, every week I'll, I'll go and do my budget, but it was hard to stick to a budget for the first year. You know, now I get a, a, a pretty good understanding and I think it's also habit, you know, like the more, the more you do, the more you understand it. Cause at first I was like, budget, like what, how is this going to help me? Yeah. Um, you know, but then you start actually understanding, you start reading more about, you know, how, where your money's going. Um, and really kind of like it, the, the concept of budgeting is things better in your head. Because at first when I was, uh, when I started doing my, my budget and, and um, you know, I had X amount of money towards eating out, I felt like I was actually going backwards in life versus going forward yeah um yeah because you know my my friends would tell me oh let's go hang out here and I'll be like uh at first I'll be like sure and then you know when I when I'll go over my watch I'm like how how am I like a hundred dollars negative on this yeah you know (laughs) yeah Um, you think you're living a good lifestyle and you're like yeah I don't think I'm living up out of my means but you are (laughs) I'm like I'm actually going backwards how is this happening um, you know, so little by little things were clicking more, uh, you know, you have to really take ownership of that as well. Um, so it took me some time, but when I became more, um, aware of what my money was going and, and I got a new job, the job was to say no to the things that I, I said no to. I said, this is my budget for eating out. And after that, I'm not eating out. Like it's ramen noodles or pancakes. Um, Wow. Yeah, like it's it's hard. It definitely is, but it helps so much because, you know, because of that, we're in our way to building a six-figure income asset. Like that's that's fired out. I'm excited for that, but it took a a lot of diligence. Of course, and um, a lot of discipline, I'm sure too. So talk to me about that. Where are you now? What are you doing? I can't wait to hear about this. Or oh, if you can talk about the business. Um, it's basically just different streams of income. Um, if I go a lot of into it it'll get complicated mm-hmm. I feel but like you said before with the internet there's so much out there that you can do you know like cryptocurrency it's, it's a great way how to how to build six figure um well how to build an asset just period um so everything you do though there's no storefront you, everything no, is online yeah. everything is online yes ah yeah which is nice but you know here's the funny thing if I never met my mentor then I would have never known 
things that you could do on the internet or things that you can do online. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it was all about that connection, really, about knowing this family. Um, because they, they, they had money. Uh, yeah, they, they have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're nice human beings. I mean, they're not crazy billionaires. They're, they're in the millions, but they're not in the billions yet. Right. And, you know, knowing people like that, I think it, it was very eye-opening to me because now our association changed, right? Now they're, um, so they're mentoring me and, they're, and they mentor other couples as well who are doing either, even amazing than how we're doing. And it's just, it changes your environment. And knowing that there's actually people out there with all the pillars in my life that I one day I wanted to have, right? And, and finances and health and relationship. Um, I'm missing one because I have four pillars and I only mentioned three. But that's, that, that was my biggest goal since I'm little. I, I lost, I lost an aunt who was like my second mom to me. And that's, I think that's, that's the reason why I, I don't want to say that I, I, I look up having money so hard because I'm not in love with money. I just know that money, money can access to a lot of things like it's said before. And I just can't wait for the day that comes where I'm just writing thousands of dollars of checks to a charity. Um, right now we're partnering where we're with a charity. It's called, um, uh, charity water. They uh-huh. build wells in Africa and it's just amazing to be part of things like that. But it's also hard because we're not where we want to be yet financially. Uh-huh. Therefore we can give a lot to build a wealth, which is $10,000 to build one. You know, yeah. I mean, we, we, we get our, our family friends together trying to ship in money, but <laughs> we just want to be able to write up a check and be like, Hey, here, you know, take care of it. That is amazing. You know? People like you are very rare and I'm so ha- glad we had this conversation because it really gives you into perspective that there are so many different people with so many different goals, with different ideologies. And I yeah. am so thankful that I created this medium because at the same time, I myself get to understand people a little bit more. This is awesome. Yeah. And it all comes down to what you want. If that's not what you want, that's okay. I feel like, you know, you live in your own bubble sometimes and people around you, you know, you are who you hang out with, really. Mm-hmm. And that for me was, was huge, was big. I didn't understand that. Five years ago, I did not understand that. And my parents would tell me all the time. And now that I don't have the same association that I have five years ago, I look back at my friends, and I'm not saying anything bad about my old friends. I really right, don't right. keep in touch with a lot of them. But, um, you know, my, my friends, they, they went to college and they graduated, but they, they, they still live with their parents. They still, like, don't they're, – they're not mature enough, I believe, to, to hang out with me anymore. When right. we hang out, it's like there's no topic of conversation anymore, knowing yourself, you know. And like you mentioned priorities, priorities have changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. priorities have, have changed. Um, and it all depends on where you, where you want to be. And, you know, not always, I always, I always encourage people who, for whatever they want to do. You know, they want to become um, fashion designer, then, you know, go for it. You just got to 
go all in and pursue your dreams, you know? And there's a great analogy also about um, going all in, right? Like if you're, if you go to a vending machine and you want soda and soda is $1 and you put 90, 99 cents, you don't get anything back. Mm-hmm. So you got to pull a hundred, like 99%, it's still not a hundred percent. So you're not all in. So you might as well just not be all in. Um, so I think that's, that's what's really important about life. Whatever you're, you want to pursue, go pursue it, enjoy the journey and open doors everywhere you go. Just be a nice human being, really. I think if you, if you are down for that cause, that can open so many doors in whatever field, you know. Um, that is very, very true. So from this journey of yours, Marcy, what road sign or tool do you wish you had seen or had that maybe could have helped your path, could have helped pave your path a little bit better? Um, I wouldn't have changed anything. I'm very thankful with who I am today. Um, I think sometimes I get very uh, frustrated with not having what I want now. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's, and it's hard and that goes along the way with budgeting and, and changing your habits so you can then change, um, you know, where you're going kind of, kind of way. Um, I'm very impatient and that's something that <laughs> I learned <laughs> throughout the years. I'm like, well, I'm very, very impatient. So it's something that I'm very that I'm currently working on how to just enjoy the journey and, and understand that things are coming. Um, yep. The guy is good. You know, he promised he's the best. He's not good, but he's the best. And to just be patient. He's, he's showed up a lot of, in a lot of ways in my life, I got to say. Um, so maybe sometimes I'll, I'll say things like, Oh, I wish this happened faster or I wish I had this or, or the other. Um, in any sense, really, whether it's financially, whether it's um, in my relationships or health. Um, but the reality is that if things, if I were to go back in time and change things, I would not be the Marcy that I am today. Mm-hmm. And when I take five seconds of my life, I'm actually very thankful who I am um, and who I'm becoming. Um, I stand for, for who, um, you know, how many, how many people are better off because you lived. Um, that's really my, my own mission statement for, for my life. And, um, going back in my, kind of my story, it's because when I was 10, 11 years old, I lost my aunt, um, Mm -hmm. in a car accident. And I used to live with my mom and my grandparents and they all, will live um there's seven there's seven of them and my mom was working nearby my mom my two of my aunts um including the one who passed and the rest of the siblings were kind of um they were were all in peru i remember this Mm -hmm. they were in the capital or they were they were far away and the capital lima where i'm from it's like it's like 14 hours uh driving driving wow yeah, it's far. So I remember when she passed, something that stood with me and I still carried it until today, right? Like hashtag go back always to where you come from. Yeah. Um, is the fact that when she passed, like, oh my gosh, so many people came to her funeral. 
so many people that we had to hold her funeral at the school that she used to work at at the um at the at the gym mm-hmm. because there were so many people. She made an impact to so many people just because of who she was, and that's what I carry with me until today, and I will continue to carry on until I die. You know, it's a legacy you want to leave behind. Exactly, and you know, just and I think you know the reason for that is just because I just want to be a good human being. You know, there's nothing wrong with smiling where wherever you go. You know, and that open that opens doors. That opens doors. So, whatever you want to do is, you don't have to do the traditional route. I think it'll automatically happen if you're a good human being. Those things and good people and mentorship, like you, actually be a mentor, which is crazy. I'm getting to the stage in my life where my boyfriend's cousin is coming to ask me for advice and career advice. And I'm like, Oh my God, have we reached this level where we're already being mentors ourselves? And it's mentorship doesn't come with age. It comes with wisdom, you know, the things that you've been through, the things that you've learned. So that exact, that those qualities that you want to portray, it'll happen. And you're going to leave that legacy behind. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Oh my like what's God. your what's the, the purpose, you know? Where do I see myself in 10 years? That's a great question. So in 10 years, I will be 30, almost 35. So first things first, I would love to have a family. Wow. I come from a big family. My mom has eight brothers. She's the only girl out of eight boys. My dad has 14 siblings. He's the youngest. So I don't necessarily want a big family, but I definitely want a family by then. Mm-hmm. Ideally, two to three kids. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, to me, quite honest with you, Marcy, it'll just be making sure I'm a good mom. One of my biggest fears is it's not the the idea of giving birth. It's the idea of raising good human beings. I want to make sure my children leave a mark in this world. I don't know, to be quite honest with you, if I will leave a mark. I hope this little project that I'm working on helps people, helps you, helps me, and, you know, does good in the world. But I want to make sure that my kids are good human beings, that they have the morals that my parents instilled in me and just making sure they're on the right path as much as I can. Because ultimately, my mom always says, don't let the world get you, just be part of it. And I want them to be part of the world. I don't want them to be caged. But at the same time, I want to make sure that they are independent individuals that know themselves very well and that they love themselves. That's where I see myself in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, however it takes long for them to understand that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, That's very encouraging to hear, actually. I personally am... Um, I think that's also my biggest fear. I don't, if you, if I would ask myself the same question, I don't picture myself being a mom. I know one day it's going to come, but 
I just can't picture it in my head. Um, and I relate a hundred percent with the fear of you just want to make sure they, when the time comes that they grow up to be good citizens. Yeah. You they're know? not assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my kids to be assholes. <laughs> exactly. I know. I, I agree a hundred percent. And you know what I want my kids to look up to, um, is that when they look up to me, they say, Oh, mom did this and she finished what she started. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, that's really, really cool. When they, when you actually, you know, just start a project and you continue it because you are just standing for that so much. Yeah. And you believe in you and it kind of becomes part of who you are. It becomes part of your DNA. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure this little project is going to open doors and it's going to turn into something amazing. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Thank you, Marcy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for what you're doing. I really am. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a part of it and sharing your story and infinite amount of success to you. And thank you again thank for you. being on the show. Nah, same to you, hon. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Life Against the Current. We're here to encourage and support anyone that takes on a non-traditional life path because we know the struggles that come with it. Want to share your unconventional story with others? Send us a message or email via our Instagram at Life Against the Current. Don't forget to subscribe to our show because we have some really awesome stories coming your way. See you in two weeks.